for the week of January 29th, 2024. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Now, every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week, we are talking about a new study that is showing that taking a daily multivitamin helps prevent memory loss and slows down cognitive aging. Well, this is good news. This is very good news. You know, we've had previous studies around multivitamin intake, Mm -hmm. and uh, the studies seem to come out inconclusive oftentimes, and the, you know, the result is always more studies need to be done Mm -hmm. (laughs) in -hmm. order to uh, really find out what the multivitamins are doing. So this is actually really good news. And in fact, this was the third study that uh, they found that shows this effect on memory and cognitive decline. So we're finding here that um, the researchers are saying that, you know, now that we have three studies that are showing the same uh, pattern of result, Mm -hmm. um, what they did was they took those three studies and then they did what they call like a meta analysis on them. Mm -hmm. And then they basically were able to look at all the similarities among the people that were studied and the results. And they were able to say that we have uh, uh, basically consistent and statistically significant benefits of taking a daily multivitamin versus not taking one. All right. And and in the studies, they, you know, they give them a multivitamin versus uh, a placebo, Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and they did this on people who were over the age of 60. Oh, really? so, which okay. I think this is a, a very important thing because if we're looking at cognitive decline and memory loss, mm-hmm. that's when it usually starts happening in people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, looking at that particular demographic of people, um, basically in the meta analysis, it was 5,000 participants, including about more than 500 of them who actually underwent an in-person assessments. Basically, mm. they did all sorts of assessments on them to test mm-hmm. their cognitive abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what the result was, was that they have a basically uh, much less cognitive decline than if you don't take the multivitamin. And, and it's repeatable. It's repeatable, absolutely. And that's what's really exciting about this. So the multivitamin um, contains more than 20 essential micronutrients. So it's it's actually a multivitamin mineral supplement, which is what most of them are. You know, when you go to buy a, if you're thinking you're just buying a multivitamin, it has minerals in there too. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at uh, all of the 13 vitamins Mm -hmm. and then uh, the major minerals and some of the trace minerals as well. So a total of 20 different micronutrients in your formula, whatever multivitamin formula you take. Um, So that's the good news, you know, and even though there have been previous studies who, that haven't been able to determine whether taking a multivitamin prevents cancer mm-hmm. or whether it has, you know, cardiovascular benefit, though those results seem to be more inconclusive, this one is quite remarkably conclusive, mm-hmm. um, which means that we probably are going to discover 
you know, if we continue to do more studies like this, that there is benefit for other areas of health as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, because when you think about it for, for cognitive function, you know, we're talking about supplying nutrients to the brain mm-hmm. and what the brain needs. So we have to think about that in terms of cardiovascular health as well. Mm-hmm. What nutrients do, does the, the heart need? Right. So, you know, not we know that the heart needs many different micronutrients such as, uh, you know, magnesium and calcium and potassium. So those types of things are, you know, part of a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, there will be a focus on, well, we shouldn't consider a multivitamin as a substitute for healthy diet and other things like exercising. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not really intended to be that. It, you know, a, a multivitamin mineral supplement, the word supplement means just that. Mm-hmm. It's to supplement an already healthy diet. Mm-hmm. So you can't just think that you're going to have what, you know, a poor diet and then take your multivitamin and that that's going to correct it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there's there really is no substitute for eating the right balance of foods in your diet and getting all those nutrients. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I remember when there was discussion about whether this, uh, whether multivitamins were really doing anything for anybody. And the question was, well, what kind of multivitamin are you using? Because I'm sure some are inferior to others. What were you able to discover from what you read from the study? What kind they were able to offer? And, and you know, what kind would do you suggest for your clients? Right. Well, unfortunately, the I wasn't able to see in the study which brand or, you know, which type of multivitamin was being used. So um, I am going to say that uh, I, what I recommend to my clients is to get a multivitamin that is high quality, meaning that it's a reputable company and that it can most closely resemble nutrients that come from food. So we call it like a whole food multivitamin, Mm -hmm. multivitamin mineral. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you'll see the acronym MVM, which means multivitamin mineral. Mm -hmm. So so there are companies now that have discovered how to create whole food nutrients just through a fermentation process. Mm -hmm. So you can take, for example, a blueberry, and if you want to get more of that natural vitamin C that's in a blueberry, you ferment the blueberries and it actually literally creates more vitamin C through the fermentation process. Mm. And that's how they're able to create these high concentration or high amounts of uh, vitamin C to put in to the multivitamin formulas. And they can do this with pretty well every vitamin and mineral so it's mm-hmm. mostly by fermenting that gives me some comfort because yeah my original thinking is they it's everything's boiling and just you know destroying any original value of things you know so um uh, that's interesting to hear right no now you know there are there's a couple of different ways that companies can make a whole food vitamin one would be to just juice the fruits and vegetables and then dehydrate it in a in a low heat dehydrator, so you're just evaporating water off and you're not denaturing the nutrients that mm-hmm. are in it. Mm-hmm. And then you have these powders that you put into a capsule. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's one way of doing it. The other way is through the fermentation process. Mm. So, so you know, but I tend to encourage people to look for supplement, multivitamin mineral supplements that are food-based or what we might call food, uh, raw food-created nutrients. And how would someone know by looking at the label? It's going to say on the label <laughs> that they're whole food. Okay. Yeah, they are because that, that's a, a marketing point. Mm-hmm. You know, people are looking for the, you know, closest to natural as possible. So right. and that's important. And and that's important for a, actually a couple of different nutrients. Uh, for example, vitamin B9, mm-hmm. which is uh, in the natural form of it is called folate. Mm-hmm. And it exists as something called methylfolate in, mm-hmm. the, in the multivitamins. Mm-hmm. That is a natural form of that particular vitamin, which is vitamin B9. Now, other multivitamin supplements uh, may contain the synthetic form of that particular vitamin, and that one is called folic acid. Mm -hmm. And so folic acid, because it's it's the synthetic form, it has to undergo a conversion in the body. Like Mm -hmm. if you take that multivitamin it has to go into the liver and it there's a conversion it has to convert it into the the folate form mm-hmm. in order for it to become active in the body as vitamin b9 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in some people they have inability to do that conversion mm. because it requires a specific enzyme that is created by the body and some people have a genetic variant that limits their ability to create that enzyme. Mm. So it sort of puts them at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what can happen is if you are taking folic acid, which is the synthetic, and then you're not converting it into the the folate form in your body, then you have this folic acid building up in your body. It's like unmetabolized and then actually can become toxic to people. Mm-hmm. So, and the only way you would know if you are unable to, unable to convert folic acid into folate would be to get a genetic test mm. that would tell you whether or not you have that enzyme deficiency. Mm-hmm. So since most people don't know about whether they have that or not, and you know, getting a test might be cost prohibitive, mm-hmm. I just tell people, then just don't take folic acid, just go for the natural you know, get a multivitamin that has the folate form in it and mm-hmm. not the folic acid form. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by the way, that's going to go for any foods that are fortified with folic acid. Mm. So f- there's a lot of foods that are fol- fortified, like breakfast cereals and uh, lots of different breads. Mm-hmm. They might have folic acid added in. Mm-hmm. Um, so so if you have to be careful about that. But if you're looking for a multivitamin, get one that has folate, which is called methylfolate. Mm-hmm. And then the other vitamin, similar kind of thing, it's called, um, it's the vitamin B12, mm-hmm. which is called methylcobalamin. Mm-hmm. So methylcobalamin is the more natural form of it. It's the type that we would typically find in our food. Mm-hmm. And um, But there's a synthetic form that has been created, and that is often typically what is put into multivitamins or into uh, fortified foods. Mm-hmm. Some people don't convert that uh, synthetic form of vitamin B12 into the active form in their mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say don't don't do the synthetics. Just go straight for the natural forms. There are several companies that make food-based vitamins. Okay. Yeah, we can put a link uh, in the podcast to that. That'd be great. 
That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we go, D? Well, no, I'm just, you know, really encouraged by this uh, research that has been coming out. I think that um, anyone who is concerned about their uh, long-term health, including cognitive health, um, can benefit from taking a, a multivitamin mineral because, you know, ideally we should be able to get all of our nutrients from our foods, but let's face it, people typically don't eat enough balance and they're not getting the adequate amounts of all vitamins and minerals that they need. Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes our foods are just not supplying them. Even if you eat the best diet, you might still not be meeting your optimal levels. Right. So the multivitamin mineral can fill the gap. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say food first, supplement second. Great. But D. make sure it's a good supplement second. <laughs> yep. Well, you'll help us with that. I so. will. So thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.